0: Baseball family, this week we're going to talk about Mike Schilt, housing for minor league baseball players, and the playoffs right now. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Welcome back, baseball family. We are very excited to have you here with us today. It is postseason baseball, and that is just about as good as it gets. And we're going to get into that. But first, I would like to introduce Blackjack Brad. He is in the house, in the heezy. In the heezy. (laughs) I'm up in the heezy up in here. You're right. And we're all very happy that you're up in this easy. Maybe the roof is on fire. I don't know. Let it burn. Anyway, all right. (laughs) We got to get into some current events really quick. And the first things first Mike Schilt has been fired by the St. Louis Cardinals. And, uh, I was terribly surprised by that myself. I did not see it coming.
1: I don't think anybody saw it coming. I mean, Yadi Molina talked this week that it was a surprise to him. That he had no clue. You and know. He's
0: basically got a spot in the front office. You think, <laughs> He right? should. If he doesn't, he should. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's be exactly. real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he would just won manager of the year. So I'm terribly confused about all of this. And I don't...
1: Well, and not only that, but like... That run in September, that alone Dang. should be enough for a guy to keep his job, right? Uh, You'd think.
0: So what were the the uh, philosophical differences is what was cited? Philosophical yeah, I don't even,
1: differences. I don't even know what their philosophical differences are. Like, you want to win. Is it about Is it how you're going about? I don't mean... The only thing, honestly, that I can think of is the usage of a pitching staff. That, to me, is the one thing that a manager in a front office would would not be able to see eye to eye on, is yeah. how they're using a pitching staff. But yeah, it seemed to or, be working, whatever they were doing.
0: Exactly. Or the only other thing I can think of is that uh, maybe there was some uh, personal feelings involved. Maybe somebody's... So somebody had their their feelings hurt or somebody had to get their wrist knocked a little bit or hand slapped i mean <laughs> it doesn't I seem don't like know. it warrants a firing though but this i mean what else could this be other than a personality conflict at the highest order
1: maybe i don't know man it's weird though it's really weird and it's weird you think about it though like some team who needs a manager is going to get a very good manager clearly yes like, perhaps could, San Diego. And it could be the Padres, it yes, because be it seems like he's going to go interview there uh, probably tomorrow because that seems like a super duh, right?
0: Super duper duh.
1: Yep. So, I
0: anyway. It's weird. We are Team Mike Schilt right now. I am. I can't speak for you, Brad.
1: I don't know how you feel about it, but. Team Mike Schilt, yeah. There is yeah. no reason for that firing. I hope he gets a good job. Or I'm, I'm certain he'll get a good job. I just hope yeah. it comes sooner than later for him because he deserves
0: it. I agree. I agree. Okay, let's move on to minor league baseball for a minute. The major league baseball has announced that they are going to now provide housing for their minor league baseball players starting in 2022. They're not even Mm going to wait. This to me is an enormous deal. This is landmark, huge precedent setting. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge.
1: It's a big deal for those of you who don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's so big a deal I can't even talk about it without. (laughs) Like, I don't even know how to illustrate how big a deal it is. But here's part of why minor league baseball players are constantly being supported by the community and by their fan bases because they don't have money. (laughs) They're not getting paid very much money. They don't get any housing. There's sometimes a stipend for food and that's it you know and it's just this they pretty much hang out at the ballpark all the time
1: that's that's what i was gonna say is that up until now there's been a great incentive for for players to just like like you said hang out at the ballpark because when they're there there's food yeah the clubhouse is not always super comfortable but i know i mean in Orem, i've been in that clubhouse and it's it's pretty nice they got a pretty nice yep. little setup there was nice. always food out for those players for the orm mm-hmm. house that's um, good. They had they had big tables in the middle of the clubhouse and it was always filled with food. Um, yeah, you know, if nothing if nothing else, they at least had a bunch of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches they could make. Yeah, so that was there for them. Um, like I said, pretty nice little clubhouse, and I guarantee there are other stadiums across the country that are not nearly as nice as Brent Brown Ballpark for sure in Orem. Uh, so not everybody's going to have those those amenities. Not everybody's going to have peanut butter and jelly sitting out all the time for them to eat or, you know, I would walk through and there were just mountains of Chick-fil-A sandwiches and, um, and, and wow. chicken nuggets, you know? So they were fed pretty well, but at the same time, it was their incentive to be at the ballpark. Exactly. Know? So this, this kind of takes some of that away. Um, so they don't, they don't have to live at the ballpark basically. And I think, yeah. I think that's actually a really good thing for them, especially like when it comes to going on the road, like, you're probably not sleeping on a comfortable bed at night where you're no. staying. Cause some of those host families just, they just want them there. And so they kind of yep. give them like a cot or like an air mattress. Right. Yeah. But then you go on the road and a lot of times you're sleeping, they're sleeping on the floor in the aisle way on the bus. Yeah. You know, so sucks. So I hope this gives them a, a chance to get at least if nothing else, a better night's sleep, because that's important, especially for guys who are trying to take care of their bodies. Right.
0: You think they so, would perfect that, protect that. At a
1: much you would think level. so well and there, here's the thing too though is that like you know you talk about the the bonus babies the guys who get the signing bonus when they get drafted yep. um mm-hmm. i was actually talking talking to some of the guys in the front office and they said oh yeah like because i was asking if everybody stays with the host family and they're like no not everybody does um yeah. like sometimes you'll get a guy who has a pretty big signing bonus and what he'll do is he'll he'll put four or five guys up with him for the season yeah, then yeah. he'll get an apartment and he'll have four or five guys stay with him just because they're all going through the struggle and it makes it a little bit easier for him, a little bit easier for them. And so, so that's nice. That's pretty cool. but this way they don't have to deal with that. And the guy, like if a guy gets a signing bonus and he washes out, that can go a little bit farther for him. That's right. Rather than paying for an apartment for five guys. So,
0: so then the only thing that this is going to change is the host family dynamic because, in Orem, and I imagine everywhere else, the host family showed up to the ball games, and sometimes only the host families. Only, <laughs> yeah, only, that's it. So there is an immediate like disparity in you know fan base interaction and, and things like that. So mm-hmm. I just, I, and I don't think it's a deal breaker by any means, but it is going to be felt in some places, especially in those smaller, smaller towns. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and, and of course,
1: the thing to keep the di- Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the thing to keep in mind with the host families, though, is that the only money the team is getting from those host families, besides like saving money on housing, right? But when those people come to the the games, at least in Orem, they're getting free season tickets. The only money they're getting from them is concessions, and sometimes not even that. You know, if they don't want to eat at the ballpark because the food's not any good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> see episode whatever it was that we talked about yes. the, the hot dogs at brent brown a long but, time ago yeah uh but no i think i'm just talking pure entertainment pure engagement um mm. not even the economy of it but just just the fact that there are people butts and seats right yeah so that's going to be an interesting thing to see and but again if you think about it that the host family thing wasn't it kind of only at Rookie
1: ball and low A affiliate levels. Um, probably, and those don't even exist anymore. I mean, rookie exactly. ball is like the Arizona Summer League and then the Dominican Summer League.
0: And Pioneer Pioneer Leagues
1: well, got Yeah, they're gone now. Right. So but they're not yeah, MOB as... affiliated. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as far as affiliated goes, I mean the cost is it, it's more cost effective now than it was three years ago for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right so it it makes more sense for teams to like to fit that bill and i think that's part of the i mean we've talked about this before that's part of the reason they did that was because they saw things like this coming where they're gonna have to pay for housing they're gonna have to pay their players more they're gonna have to take care of them more so like well we can't do that for five minor league teams we gotta you gotta cut cut some fat here so i think that i think that goes a long way a long way for it
0: i think you're right and like we talked about with the pioneer league guys that's a great opportunity for them to shake it up and make it their own. And I mean, I think everybody's winning right now. That's what I'm Mm -hmm. saying.
1: Yeah. And it's pretty,
0: pretty stinking cool. So uh, the next story that we have is probably the coolest thing that you didn't hear about. Honestly, I would agree with that. Yeah. Because this came as somewhat of a shock to both Brad and I, and we were like, whoa, and it's a huge deal. But if you don't know, you don't know. So we're going to tell you major league baseball is in talks right now setting up. That's what we do. We tell you they, they're in talks to set up a streaming service for major league baseball games that will not have blackout restrictions.
1: Yeah. That's a Just big let deal. That's in. Don't get in a wreck on your commute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> two, two hands on that wheel now. Cause that is, that is shocking because, um, so when we lived in Idaho, I did not get to watch any Mariners games at all. I was starting to actually become a little bit of a Dodgers fan because those were the games I got to watch at night. Wow. You know, because of timing and everything like that, like, I didn't get to watch Mariners games. So I would turn on a Dodger game. And, you know, it helped that my brother-in-law was living with with us and he's a Dodgers fan. So we'd turn on the Dodgers. But anyway, now, though, I mean, now I live in Phoenix. I don't get to watch Diamondbacks games.
0: Uh -uh. I went
1: to... Three games this season, four games yeah. a season, yeah. and those are the only times I watch the D backs. That's right. Like that, and you how, live that doesn't there. feel doesn't yeah, it doesn't feel like it's good for the market, you know? No, no <laughs> that it's, it's about time like right. one of these one of these leagues is like, oh, people are cutting the cord, but we still need to watch the teams. Hmm. Mm. Maybe figure that out. So yep. That's exactly deal. right. So no, it's gonna be
0: great. I wonder how the cost will break down. Because this is going to be a premium offer and they understand the value Mm -hmm. they're proposing. So with the fan base, it's going to be up to us to justify this for them. It's going to be up to them to make Mm -hmm. it cost effective for us, but then it's going to be up to us as fans to say supported, right? Like we love this. Thank you so much for doing this. And as long as the price point is reasonable, Uh which is different for everybody. And that's going to be, that's I don't want to do
1: the market analysis, but as long as it's somewhat reasonable, I think it's up to us to support it. It really is, especially since um a lot of the money that teams get for payroll comes from their local TV deals. Like I remember it was probably so, oof, like 10 years ago or something like that, I saw that the Mariners had a special deal with DirecTV. It was like local DirecTV. And I was like that's awesome. Payroll's going to go up. It kind of did, but not really, you know, for a while. Mm-hmm. Then. But anyway, um so it, it was a big deal for that big DirecTV deal and now um for more streaming money to come in because i think a lot of people i mean like us we don't have satellite or cable like i'd pay for it i'd pay for it because that's i've considered getting cable this last week simply so that i could watch the NLDS and lcs yeah that's right
0: well and i have cable for postseason baseball Mm-hmm.
1: Occasionally, my local
0: team, right? If I want to watch the Braves play or whatever, if the Yankees are in town somehow or whatever, right? Like, I yep. watch it for that. And then I watch the Army Navy game and it's there for pay per view boxing. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And I pay a ton of money
1: to make have, sure I have all it all year long.
0: Yeah. All year long. I have it for what amounts to, you know, a handful of hours worth of, of actually watching.
1: Yeah. It. Like a week's worth of sports, <laughs>
0: Pretty probably. Much. Yeah, two maybe. That's <laughs> it, though. Yeah, that's it. So this for me, this would be a game changer.
1: Oh, big time! Big and time. Now think about
0: the other premium streaming services like DAZN for boxing, for instance. And they're street, they're branching off into other things, but uh, DAZN is is trying to set itself up as the premier boxing streaming service, and it's a hundred bucks a year. And I'm like, that makes perfect sense to me. That's entirely reasonable. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the athletic subscription, right? They just, they've, mm-hmm. they've been in the 70, $75 range or whatever for the annual subscription. It's too much. It's too much for most casual fans. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody's going to want to do that. So they're running a deal right now. I just saw where you can get it for nine bucks for the year. And they that's do really that about deal. every year. And that's a good deal. Now that's like way undervaluing what you're getting out of the athletic. So if you've seen that ad come up and you're wondering like, is that worth my money it absolutely 100 yeah 100 percent. the best yep. sports writing you'll ever find the best
1: sports reporting is going to be on the athletic yep so if it's 10 and bucks we, a year we have the athletic to thank for uh the sign stealing scandal by the way yes we do <laughs> so. and we'll go, we'll go ahead and talk about them <laughs> we will we'll get there That's fine. we'll get yeah. there because i have a funny yeah. story with that but anyway um so brig you and i we're both into small ball those who've been listening to the show for more than five minutes know that we love small ball small ball has been ruling at least the national league postseason uh stealing bases a couple bunts here and there oh been the yeah uh, i mean for those of you who didn't watch sunday night's braves dodgers game first off outstanding finish that series has been amazing um, walk it off both times, man. Yes, two walk off, two games, two walk offs, outstanding. But Sunday night's game, I don't feel like Ozzy Albie's would have scored if he hadn't stolen second base that previous pitch. Never. So we've we're seeing more stolen bases, and we talked about this was it last year, two years ago. That all it's going to take time. is it. Yeah, every time the World <laughs> Series comes around, or anytime we talk about home runs, we get talking about how what it's going to take for small ball to come back is somebody to win the World Series off of a stolen base. Yep. And the Braves put themselves in the driver's seat because of a stolen base. That's right. Yeah, it's exactly right. And I'm going to look this
0: up really quick. But um, I I remember freaking out a couple of weeks ago, or excuse me, a couple of nights ago, when I watched the Red Sox lay down a bunt. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I, you texted me right now. I, I texted Brad. I was like, what? The American League. <laughs> they know yeah. how to do it. A bunt.
1: <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. So it's just, I know it's so, it fun. is crazy. And it's so funny that you say it, American league because, um, I'm in this, I've talked before about this Mariners group that I'm in on Facebook and somebody was like, yeah. golly, why didn't they lay a bunt down there? Do you think it would have been executed? It's like no chance. The Mariners are last in the American league in executing bunts this year. There's no way they laid out a bunt there That's exactly <laughs> way better right. to swing away <laughs> right now. <laughs> but it's crazy. Yeah. I'm looking
0: it up right now. Uh, and I'm going to get that stat for you. Okay. For stolen bases for, for the Red Sox in this postseason. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get it right quick.
1: Well, speaking of the Red Sox, let's uh, let's do a quick scoring update. Cause we, we do have right now a recording during the middle of game three of the ALCS. And I have the Red Sox up nine to three in the bottom of the fourth <laughs> inning. Um, <laughs> that's crazy to me. Um, uh, yeah, Kyle yeah. Tucker, of course, hit a home run in the top of the fourth three and run home run. That guy like he looks like he should be part of an accounting accounting firm, doesn't he? Yes, Not playing right field for one of the best teams in baseball and oh. like one of the best oh. players on that team. Yep. I remember the first time I saw him come up to bat a couple of years ago, I was like, who's this get a load of this guy <laughs> right? and then he yeah. smashes a double into the gap. Puzzle. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. So the Red Sox have stolen bases. If I'm reading this right, it's 40 stolen bases. This post. Oh no, that's this whole season. I'm sorry. The whole season. Okay. 40. That puts them at 15 out of 15 in the American League. Okay.
1: Last. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) That's what that means. (laughs) That is definitely last. That's crazy. (laughs) That's 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 strange to me. But and this is this is the funny thing is that a team that that's been this good can has been able to get away with not stealing bases until they got to the postseason when it all flips. Yep. Flip the script. what if i think
0: if you break out the salami and the mustard you probably you don't, don't need to need steal the base <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, exactly right all the exactly Kyle right. Kyle
0: Schwarber. I need yeah. to come up with a snarky nickname for him, his Royal Schwabness or something like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll come up with something during the break. But lo- real quick, before we get to a break, let's talk about the Giants and the Dodgers. Okay, So this happened, you know, this was last week, whatever, but we have not recorded an episode since this happened. Right? How do you lose like that? Like I understand, no game is going to come down to one single play. Like obviously, it's a culmination of nine innings, fifty-four outs, whatever. But mm-hmm. man, like for that series to end on a bad check swing call, that's that's not bad on the Dodgers. That's not bad on the Giants. That's bad on the umpires. Yep. And bad on Major League Baseball. And I'm curious, Brig. I've got a question for you. Do you know how to fix that?
0: No, no, I don't. I anticipated that question and I've been asking myself the same thing. What is to be done about it? And there is nothing to be done about it because what are you going to ask the umpire to do to, to change the way they call the game just because of the situation? Like that's not baseball. We, the game is called the way the game gets called, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just the way it is. And they, they've got their, they've got their tendencies. That's just, it's a human element. The problem I have with it is that the umpire should not play a pivotal role in the outcome of a game. And mm-hmm. we've talked about that a bazillion times, and I got so many freaking text messages and email <laughs> chats, and people were like, holy crap, and they were just livid, <laughs> just irate. And they're not even Giants fans, like not even at all. Well, that's the thing is like I didn't care upset. who won that
1: series, and I was mad. Like, I wanted I just... the Giants to win. And I was I was sitting there watching that, and as soon as the, as soon as the umpire called them out, I started laughing. I was like, "What a mess! It's going to be mess. such a
0: mess." It is. And so, what do you think? Is there a way to fix it, or what? so?
1: I think there is, kind of. Like the, the the thing is, what they have to do is first they'd have to expand instant replay, which is not what any of us want. I understand that, but check swings have to be reviewable, is what you have to do first, and then. To avoid ending a series on that, you have to take the Little League World Series approach. The last play of every game is reviewed. So, strike three called. He went around. You know, obviously he didn't. Umpires go over. That's a five second review. Go to yeah. New York. Did he go around? No, it wasn't even close. All right, let's get back out there. Right. Ball three or whatever. You know, and suddenly you've got your pitcher has to come out and make one more competitive pitch the batter has a second life yep. and you get to actually end the game on an actual baseball play because right. that's not a baseball play that's a judgment call that's right Yep. so well and at first i
0: thought he did go around like honestly the first time i saw it i was like
1: oh. when i saw it live i thought he did i did right yeah. because because what i do when i watch games i do the he's out or he's safe you know Yep. Yep. so that was the first I thing I did. I, I went up with it. I was like, he went around. Then they showed the replay. I was like, oh, that wasn't even close. Ooh, yeah, actually, and he had a better wrong. angle than I did live, so he should have known, right?
0: So yeah, I don't, I don't know. And at first, anyway, the whole thing's a mess. And I think you hit the nail it on is. the head by saying it that way because there's, there's absolutely no reason to rob the players, the fans, the, everybody. It's like, and that's how we all feel is cheated now, right? We're, and that's the problem, mm-hmm. is. It has less to do with how, like what the the situation, whatever. The because it, it could have been anything. Is if the umpire
1: mm-hmm. or a fan
0: yeah. had interfered or whatever, we would all feel cheated. It doesn't matter. The fact that we yeah. feel cheated is the point.
1: Well, and this is my other issue with it, though, Brig, is that there's not there's not the accountability with the umpires that there should be, like, um after the game they were talking to the umpires and they asked him like did you see the replay and the and the crew chief chimed in he goes well he's not he's not gonna answer that just yeah no we're, we're not gonna talk about it it's like mm-hmm. and that's have, them saying ability like
0: ability to say bound it
1: yeah like they know he got it wrong he knows he got it wrong but they don't want to talk about it because they don't want to be held accountable and that right. that's the bigger issue here to me like right. the biggest overlying issue is the yes. umpires can go out there and call a terrible game start to finish and there's no accountability for it that, yeah. that they remain in the NLCS they remain out there calling a terrible strike zone blowing calls of first base that are only overturned every once in a while because of replay only when it's egregious Yep. Yeah. but no I, I have a bigger problem with the umpires than anything in baseball right now honestly yeah and it's it's terrible but
0: robots aren't going to fix that situation. Not all of it. Oh, they I can only know. they can
1: only remedy some of it. They're not going to fix the whole problem. And that's why you're saying replay has got
0: to be extended or expanded into check swing calls. Yeah, and I hate Is to it say it. Is it situational?
1: Cuz that's they're never going to go for that, man. That's going to slow the game down. It could, but I mean, think about it. So, a manager has what, two challenges in a game? Mhm. How often, I mean, you can only challenge two check swings. That's what it, that's what that means. And, and of if all there's the one to challenge it better be a big old check swing. Exactly. You big. better be sure that he didn't go yeah. around. Yes. And uh, because there could be a play at first, there could be a play at home, there could be a stolen base, and then bottom of the eighth inning that you want to challenge. And you've got to have that available. So you're, they're yep. not going to challenge every single check swing. Well, then you don't expand the challenges. You don't give them a third. No, no, no. Don't give them any you more. Can't any more do challenges. that. No way. Yeah. No and way. and honestly, I feel like out of everything that's reviewed, a check swing would be the fastest. Yeah.
0: Oh, because so. New York
1: would have that queued up immediately. They could put the headset on and they know whether it's a check swing or not before it even comes on. Yep. So,
0: well, and so if, if that leads me to wondering why, why they don't have earbuds in the whole time anyway. The whole they crew. Should.
1: they, they like, really should.
0: What, what if they just went? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're all the same...
1: Okay, it was a home run. Whatever, yeah, that's the you know? thing, is that if they were actually watching the replay, it would make sense to go over and get the headset. But they're yeah. not even watching. They're standing no. there listening.
0: That's right. They're deferring to somebody else who's not even there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. The whole replay system, everything is is messed up. Major League Baseball's got it backwards, but whatever. All anyway, potential, let's... Hey,
0: I haven't, t- I haven't talked about this yet. All potential okay. CBA stuff <laughs> it, is. it is same with yeah, the housing <laughs> same with the housing same with the okay all
1: right i got yep. it in now we can move yep. on <laughs> okay all right so the red sox eliminated the rays in yes. the ALDS. um i didn't see that coming although i feel like i should have well only because now the way they're playing uh, Well, because of the way they're playing now, but like you think about this, like we're going to get in this a little bit more later, but the Red Sox were the best team in the American League for a long time this season.
0: A really long time.
1: Until they had a COVID outbreak and then they yep. were depleted. And when you're not at full strength, you're not going to be as good of a team. So it's, <laughs> it's almost like, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course they took it to the Yankees. Of course they took it to, to the race. They were ahead of the race for the majority of the season. And yep. of course now they're taking it to the Astros because they were better than them for most of the season. That's right. So and they're at full strength. Yes, they're at full strength. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's funny to me that we how quickly we forget those things. You know. It's true.
0: Well, and that's the same um, thing with uh... I saw a graphic the other day that said that, what do you call it? The Orioles were in first place
1: longer than the Yankees the entire season. Like, if you added it all up. Yeah, it was the Orioles were in first place for like seven or nine games and the Yankees were only in first place for one. Yep. And you never would have known that
0: if you didn't know that, right? Like, you're not looking and paying close attention. You could have told me that and be like, what? What? Yeah. no way but it's 100% true.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely.
0: So, it's weird, but then the Astros eliminated the White Sox,
1: right? They did. Yeah, and you know what, honestly, I'm not I wasn't surprised at that. Because the AL Central was so down this year and the White Sox were able to beat up on that division. Yeah. Um, I felt like the Astros were the way better team. That See,
0: and I thought the White Sox would give them a better run for their money.
1: And I felt like the White Sox underachieved this year. I mean, they were dealing with some injuries. I'll give them that, right? Sure. They had they had some stars out for a considerable amount of time at some point, but at the same time, like I didn't, I thought I didn't think they were as good as they should have been. Hmm. I was expecting them to like contend for the for the top record for the best record in the American League. Yeah. Not to have the worst record of the division winners. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, you I, asked that's me, how I thought that happened.
0: You asked me earlier how you thought it happened, or how I thought it happened. Mm-hmm. And it's really simple. The Astros beat them. So. <laughs> there you go. Hand, you handily. Brad's hand <laughs> like, how do you think that happened? Let's talk about it. And I, was like, well, <laughs> I got a few games, ideas. So I'll throw it, one at it? you. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> all right baseball family we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back we're going to get back into the postseason no matter which ballpark you're at you want to rep your team now you can with nine plus us welcome to the big city series with every design available in your team's colors you can fit in with the home crowd or stand out on the road either way we have the colors you crave shop the big city series and find designs that rep your favorite baseball podcast cheer from the cheap seats and much more Drop the Big City series only at 9plusus.com. I actually have a hobby that has nothing to do with baseball, and Brad, I think, is a little jealous. In the tiny bit of spare time that I have, I get punched in the face. Or I'm punching someone else. Either way, my friends and I try to hit each other. Now, before you think I'm crazy, there is a lot of protective gear involved. And I get my gear from Venom. Unbeatable quality at truly affordable prices. Not to mention it's the best looking equipment on the market. If that's not enough, Venom just signed an enormous deal with UFC and that equipment and apparel is now available at Venom.com. So whether you need new gloves, a heavy bag, or performance apparel, Venom.com is the place to shop. You can support our show and get 10% off when you use the link in the description.
1: The non Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports, from current events to classic moments and everything in between. You can find the non Sports Podcast on anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Welcome back, baseball family. Let's talk some playoffs again. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk ALCS, NLCS. Here we go. Okay, first, Houston versus Boston. Game three going on right now. Like we said before, the Red Sox are still up nine to three. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning right now. Um, I feel like errors might be the eventual undoing of the Astros. You'd think that, wouldn't you? It kind of seems like it. Like. What is it about the postseason that Jose Altuve really struggles with throwing the ball? I don't know. I don't think it's nerves because he seems to do well at the plate, which is where I always got nervous during the postseason, yeah. you know, like yeah. during tournaments and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's, I always got weird. nervous
0: at the plate.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. The plate was where I got no, nervous. No, no, I, I mean, just I just did. got
0: nervous at the plate. Like I didn't oh. matter. Postseason. <laughs> no. oh, I never, I didn't, <laughs> I just said, <laughs> so they're like, Oh man.
1: I see what you're saying. Oh, I can relate to that. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's it's funny because a guy who's been so good defensively, because I think he had like three errors all season, and now yeah. he's got three in this series. Yeah, he does. Like, eesh, man, but that's not really the story of this whole thing. The whole story of this is that is that the Red Sox are busting about busting out the rye bread and the mustard because it's been grand salami time the last three days. And by that I mean there's a Briggs got the salami. Um for those who really not watching, he literally just put salami. I literally mouth.
0: have salami. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, I'm not gonna apologize. And oh. the only reason it's been three grand salamis in three days is because they had a day off in there. Correct, sir. So, so let, for those of you who don't know or have not been paying attention to this series as closely as maybe you ought to be, um, Boston hit a grand slam in the first inning of game two. J.D. Martinez. And then right. in the second inning, it was Rafael Devers. Yep. Of game and two. his cabbage patch cheeks cabbage hit patch a grand cheeks. slam in the second yep. inning. Sure did. Holy moly. That's They're the first team to ever do that. Two grand slams in one postseason game. Yes, and sir. Then, and then, and then, and then, Brig, my man, Kyle Schwarber, is Royal Schwarbness. Another one tonight
0: yes, in he the he second did. inning. Yes, he did. And they're early. They're early. And they've got the bases juiced because they are playing small ball. They're putting the ball in play. You know who's mm-hmm. not putting the ball in play very the often? Astros. Is Houston. Jose Altuve, as of right now, okay, it is the bottom of the fifth inning. One for 11
1: in this series.
0: Michael Baseball's Brantley. hard when you don't know what's coming. Michael Brantley, two for 11 in this series. Alex Bregman, two for 10 in this series.
1: It makes a big difference when those guys aren't hitting the ball.
0: Huge difference. Because
1: they're they're the ones who are going to kill you. Correa, that dude just rakes all just day, every day. He just is great,
0: he's a terrific ball
1: player. Yeah, can we talk about that for just a minute? So it was it was game one of this series. He hits that home run in the seventh inning. And by the way, I did see a graphic after the game that he has four go-ahead home runs in the seventh inning or later in the postseason in his career, which is the most all time. Whoa! I did so, not know that. So he is Mr. Clutch, Clutch Correa. If you want, to hit, maybe that's what we'll call him. Just um, great. And, but he can't win the games. He can't win the series by himself. Nope. And maybe that's part of the reason he's talking about leaving after the season. Because he's like, I'm tired of carrying these guys the postseason. <laughs> All right. And we cheated and didn't work. Exactly. I don't want to bring that up anymore.
0: But the point is that Kike Hernandez is, sorry, he's at the plate. And it's so exciting. I have to watch him. Play baseball.
1: I just have to. And it's you know been what, Keke, the month of Kika Hernandez.
0: It it really is.
1: Because when it the really Red Sox is. need a home run, he's got it. When they need a defensive play, he's got it. And if they just need oh. a hit, he's got it. A lot of hits Dude, in that you, bat right now.
0: Did you see him throw that frozen rope from center field to home plate?
1: I did. He literally fell over. Did you see what that was clocked at? No. That throw was clocked at a shade over 97 miles an hour. Oh, my jeez. That's a good throw. And it was a strike, too. It was a strike. It was, just, it it was, was a little a bit late, goal. but it was a strike. It was, it was the
0: perfect placement. And he blew the mm-hmm. cutoff man right out. Just blew him off. Like, yeah. I don't, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and the cutoff it. man's backup guy. didn't matter. He <laughs> missed
1: two guys, and it went all the way to the plate. Threw over the double cut. Yep. Yes, so, Brig, you did some math on this because we were talking about how the Dodgers <laughs> and the Braves are not hitting very many home runs as a collective unit, scoring a whole lot of runs. Um, but Kike Hernandez has been on a tear. He has. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about Kike uh, Hernandez versus? Uh, let's just go with the Dodgers. Okay, so Kike <laughs> Hernandez in 32 at
0: bats. That was prior to tonight's game. 32 at bats. He hit five bombs five home runs in LA the Dodgers have had 267 at-bats this postseason and have hit seven home runs (laughs) (laughs) so put that in your prayer and ponder it so Kike Hernandez five home runs and 32 at-bats the entire Dodgers staff this postseason
1: 267 at-bats seven home runs it's so funny. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, and he and I think we talked about it a little bit last week that he went on that terror as well when he went like um he got on base, I think it was 16 times in 12 games yeah. or something like that, or three games. Yeah. I can't remember. Three, four games. Um, well and he's
0: two for three tonight. There you go. Dude just does not know how to stop, man. Yeah. And they just they just showed a graphic uh on the uh on the, the baseballs tapes thing. The people who do the thing, the the television guys. Yeah. They just showed this. I'm going to read this to you because I thought it was really, really cool. It's talking about Kike Hernandez, and then we can move on. But 17-plus hits and five-plus home runs in a six-game span, okay? History in the American League, regular season and the postseason combined. Here is the group he's hanging out with. Ty Cobb, Lou Gehrig. Jimmy Fox, Kirby Puckett, and now Kike Hernandez—pretty good company,
1: I'd say. The previous four dudes are all in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> and this is the thing that's funny is I don't know that Kike Hernandez is going to get in the Hall of Fame. Uh, maybe um, not. Like I don't know—he's 16 years into his career. It's been a long time to get hot like this, but that's that's pretty good longevity. But this is the thing—is with this guy, he he does this in October. He's never been yeah. this hot. No, but he's good in October. He's all right in the regular season. But if he's he solid. did this, he carries his if weight. he did this during the regular season, we'd be talking about him up with like Mike Trout, Shohei he winning MVPs. That. That's exactly that's, what I was. That's the say. level of play that he's putting up right now.
0: Well, and I think he's outperforming guys like Mike Trout. Like, let's be honest, and not right. just because of injuries. But right. Mike Trout doesn't have the stage. He doesn't have the backup. He doesn't have the mm-hmm. security. That Kiki Hernandez is being afforded by other guys on the staff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. because well, and the thing too is that Mike Trout has three postseason games under his belt, and yep. I don't know that he's done anything with them. Let me see if I can find him real quick. Not like this. But, but I know. I know that he's never won a postseason game. That's a big thing. That that's something actually that people hold against him. Uh, he oh. is one for twelve. Yeah. With one home run. That's it. A solo home run, three walks, two strikeouts in the postseason.
0: Oh, I'm out. sorry. Kike Hernandez is seven years in the league. Sorry. I apologize. Okay. He's okay. been at 16 series in the okay. postseason. That makes sense. That's what it is. It's 65 postseason games in wow. his seven year career.
1: Yeah. That's a lot.
0: 65
1: yeah. season games. Yeah, well, and he yeah. played a big role with the Dodgers last year. For sure. The last for year for a long
0: time. Yeah. I mean he yeah, yeah he was a big, he
1: was a big part of the reason that the Dodgers made it as far as they did the last four years. Yeah. So anyway. Let's this go and is talk his about age 30 season, by the way. Just okay. Rounding okay. that out. Okay. So let's talk about um Atlanta and LA. LA. So this series has not only gone backwards from what I thought it was gonna be, but it's also been way better than I thought it was going to be. So way Boston better. and Houston is exciting because Boston's hitting all the home runs, yeah, all the home runs doing the scoring, American the League
0: thing, right? Yes. yes,
1: exactly. But Atlanta has walked off the Dodgers twice in two games. <laughs> yeah, twice in two <laughs> games. Now. In the ninth, by the way, not they're not oh. extra innings. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, not in the seventh or eighth inning. They're definitely walking off, but no, that no, I sense. mean
0: like it's not ten, eleven, whatever. Because it yeah, could these be. These games are
1: not going long. They're walking <laughs> off their first chance they've got, That's and it's right. funny because um, there was there was some talk about how like oh my gosh, you know the the Dodgers won 106 games and Atlanta only won 88. There's no yep. way, there's no reason for Atlanta to have home field advantage, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, no, you, you got to win your division. And that's right. the emphasis right there, right? Like, you can be a wild card team and get in, but all it means is that you're in. You don't get that's any benefit it. besides continuing yeah. to play. That Atlanta won 88 games. They have home field advantage because they won the terrible NL East. Yep. So, but can put unlike the White Sox, in.
0: yeah, exactly. Unlike the White Sox the Atlanta Braves are crushing it they're rising to and extending beyond the occasion every single mm-hmm. time
1: yep it's they awesome. are and it's it it is awesome it's been a lot of fun to watch because this series has been i mean it's been blow for blow right i mean oh, man t- no you kidding. talk about boxing all the time I and mean, it, it's seriously like right cross right cross uppercut Boom. uppercut like hook hook it's been back and forth the entire time when one team goes ahead, the other team responds. There's a reason it's been tied in in uh, the ninth inning of these games because they're just going blow for blow for each other, and it's the last team up to the plate is going to win. And I hope it continues in Los Angeles because I would love to see more walk-offs. Doubt. Well,
0: in a walk-off away for Atlanta would be exhilarating, but I do well, have to be honest. I need them to lose one game in L.A. Oh, so they come back to... Yeah, so I can go see them in Game Six. <laughs> yeah, well they'd have
1: to lose two. They'd have to lose two. No, you're right. Yeah,
0: two. I I almost went both nights, but I just couldn't work it out. Anyway, yeah. I, I, if they come back this Saturday, if they lose two games in LA and they come back this Saturday,
1: I'm going. Well, you know what, Brig? Um, if they do end up if they do end up sweeping or only losing one, I mean. You've got the
0: World Series.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
0: you're right. Of course. A... I don't know what tickets for the World Series would be, but right now they're between one fifty and one seventy five a piece. You might That's need to if double if you it. want to
1: sit down. Yeah, you might need to double it. Might need to not go at that price, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are inaccessible prices. That's we call That's that cost prohibitive. Yes. It's ridiculous is what it is. But, no, it's been an it's been an awesome series. If yeah. you haven't been watching this, like, turn it on. It's been on TBS. Find a way. Find a way to watch it. For real. Because <laughs> it's good. Well, and here's something else, too, is that Max Scherzer – so, Max Scherzer didn't have his typical outing. He gave up a right. couple home runs, gave up some hits in the home run uh, Sunday night. But he said he's pitching through a dead arm. He's just – they're like, are you having like problems? No, it's just tired, which is oh. not – uh, not typical of Max Scherzer, I feel like. I mean, granted, he's no. what 37, 38. Yeah, he's older than Creek Dirt for sure. He's getting, yeah, he's getting <laughs> there. <right? laughs> Just kidding. Yeah,
0: but he's he's get, he's get getting to the end. Yeah. But we're still seeing these killer performances. It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he's, he's kind of one of those ageless wonders. Yeah, so he's 37. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what you would expect for him is that this late in the season, and he's pitched into the postseason. What, how many times has he been in the postseason in his career? Let me look. Um, like, where are we at? Three postseason, four? uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is his eighth postseason.
0: Okay, one well, of those, crazy. uh,
1: so in 2014, uh, that was he just had one outing, okay, uh, with Detroit against Baltimore. I was
0: gonna say, I forgot about Same thing. right? That's right,
1: 16, 17 with the Nats, those were short. Yeah. But still, yeah. I mean the fact that he's pitching beyond the regular season, that's ex those are extra pitches on that arm and it's gonna add up eventually. And he's thirty seven. And he's thirty seven, exactly right. <laughs> Cause this is the way I equate it, is that um they talk a lot about in the NBA mileage on the guy on those guys' legs, right? Like yeah. LeBron James has played like Three full regular seasons, two or three full regular seasons of just yeah. postseason basketball. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so he's got like 17 or 18 seasons under his belt in the NBA, but you add on those, the postseason, he's got like mm. 21, 20 or 21. Interesting. That's a cool so, metric. They should do that. In so baseball. that's cool. They should. And because they don't, because basically, any numbers that guys put up in postseason are in a vacuum. They don't include it at all. Like, they don't pitch, include games pitched. They don't include games played. It always comes up in the arguments, like we talked about with Mike Trout a few minutes ago. Exactly. But as far as, like, Scherzer's pitch count, especially yeah. when he was with the Nats in that, in that championship run, he yep. was the workhorse. He carried the whole damn pitching staff. Oh, the he whole did. pitching
0: <laughs> <laughs> Him and I'm Strasburg, mean. right? Yeah. yeah oh, those yeah. Were, those Strasburg. guys carried everybody,
1: just about. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there have been, been a lot of pitches coming out of, out of that arm, especially in a day and age when that's something that they really care about.
0: So, and nobody's doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody. Like, where's Justin Verlander?
1: He's still out with TJ, isn't that's he? That's what isn't I'm he saying. He had the same problem. TJ? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he's old. I think he's the same age. So, yeah. Old. That's what old, I'm figured, saying. As you say, right?
0: Older than Creek Dirt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we should post a picture of what actually Older than Creek Dirt actually looks like. It's not Max Scherzer. For those <laughs> so Justin Verlander
1: uh, is 38. I just pulled him up on Baseball Reference. Yeah. And just above his age, it says 60-day IL. And at first I read that as 60 years old. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to double take. <laughs> <laughs> well let's let's talk
0: about this going back to the atlanta la series the the scores have been low mm-hmm. and so the red Sox have scored nine runs in tonight's game so far yeah. and the houston astros have scored three runs and we had like a nine run total so yesterday. sunday
1: night yeah sunday night the score was five to four saturday it was three to two so it's Fourteen the runs the total. League. That's right. We've had we've had twelve runs tonight. <laughs> is this a difference between the American League and the National League? Is that as simple as this is? Uh, we talked about it last week. I think it is. I think so. It's pitching versus offense, and, and that's it's... why when we get to the World Series, it's going to be way
0: better because we're going to be able to see these like opposites attract thing happening, right? It's uh-huh. The yin yeah.
1: yang. Well especially since like right now it looks like the Red Sox cannot be stopped. So do you think the Braves can do it? I don't know. (laughs) They've slowed down that dot that dodger, which is pretty dang good. That's what I'm saying. Like at
0: at, and at this point you gotta wonder if the Braves have what it takes,
1: yeah, to beat LA it's uh it's the unstoppable object against an immovable for or an unstoppable force against an immovable object yeah right yeah,
0: that's exactly right
1: yeah it'll be fun to watch I'm excited for it really excited for it it's also a little bit depressing because baseball's coming to an end and then we have to address yeah. the CBA yeah you know like it's it's like I don't want to call it the elephant in the room but it's like that chore that you have to get done that you've been putting off all day long and then finally at the end of the day you're like i can't go it's like making your bed after you wash the sheets yeah yeah you don't want to put the sheets back on because it's a pain but you can't get in bed till you do it
0: <laughs> <laughs> the perfect analogy that's the perfect you know what the solution to that is ready for a life hack yeah what's that at least two sets of sheets
1: <laughs> mm. take
0: the sheets off put the new ones back on then wash that's them that's smart yeah, then you never ever have that problem, which is what I hope they do. So, here's the analogy it's so what I hope they do with the CBA. I hope they say, okay, these in, these uh changes will be instituted in one year's time, two years' time for that one, three years' time. It becomes a phased out plan to reintegrate whatever they negotiate at the end of the season so that we mm. don't have a work stoppage and everybody has a chance to acclimate to the new standards. So, we need because it's probably going to be pretty drastic.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, it seems like it's going to be pretty drastic. But going back to the sheets thing, I thought you were going to say the solution to that problem is just don't wash your sheets. Oh. <laughs> like gross break. Are you kidding me? Sheets. I'm domesticated. Have you not known?
0: Do you not know this?
1: I do know. I know. I've been here. All the hats around here,
0: all of them. <laughs> that's not true. I'm not a child anymore. But that's it, though. I mean, I am sometimes. Sometimes
1: I'm just a big kid. Aren't we all? are we yeah all. i talk about baseball but, for fun every week it's
0: fantastic
1: i know i know so speaking of being a kid and talking about baseball so i i think i told you about this earlier break so today is alex Cora's 46th birthday right yeah. so I, I saw it on pti today i thought it i thought it was pretty cool and uh and i said something about it. my wife was in the kitchen she goes who is it i was like alex cora manager for the red Sox, two-time cheater She's like, "What?" So I explained the whole thing with the Astros, and then he went to the Red Sox and implemented the system there and got caught and everything. And Wilson, my son, who by the way is seven, uh, for context, came walking in as <laughs> I said that he was a two-time cheater. <laughs> he goes, "He goes, wow! It seems like they should just kick him out of baseball. He shouldn't be able to coach anymore. Like <laughs> this kid gets it. <laughs> wow! How hard is that, Rob? Your a seven-year-old made your decision for you." Right, and uh, like I said
0: earlier, he knows as much about Star Wars as he does about baseball. He does, so it's actually pretty good though.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let's be real. That's what I'm saying. That's he's a smart kid. <laughs> he's a really smart kid. If he wants to learn about it, he will, and he'll learn everything there is everything. To know about it. The dude know, so. I mean, you want to talk
0: about dinosaurs all day, baby. All day. Yes. This dude, he knows all the everything about dinosaurs. <laughs> he does so much,
1: I promise. <laughs> yeah, he, so Wilson's the kid who reads like the big book of why. And like, yeah, yeah. and like all those, uh, like what is it, the big book of why, um, there's, uh, another one, like a histor- I don't know. Anyway, he told, we were at a D-backs game and he was talking to this lady about something and she goes, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he goes, uh, I want to be, uh, uh, what's the word Dad? I was like, I don't know. Like it's different yeah. every 20 minutes. <laughs> he goes, oh yeah. I want to be a historian when I grow up. I was like, oh dang, I didn't know that. <laughs> So wow. that's his new thing. That's his new thing is he wants to be a historian. Smart kid. Makes sense. Really smart. Makes kid. sense. Yeah, he is a smart kid for sure. All right, should we wrap this up, Brig?
0: Let's wrap it up, man. Wrap it all the way up. I then we ball finish on this it. game. It's the bottom of the sixth. No outs. One on. Mm, Boston's at the plate. Bogarts. Still nine to three. Nine to three. He's one for three this game. Might be Devers at first base.
1: I don't know who it is. There's Schwarber, probably. Yeah, it's probably Devers at first. I'm not. I, I don't have like the game up, but I bet that's wow, Devers the stri- at first. The strike zone is all over the place tonight, man. It has been. Ugh. It has been all season, and I thought it would get man. better in the postseason, but it has not. We need robo umps. This needs to be Dude. put into the CBA. This needs to be the first thing that's addressed. mm Hmm. Okay, well, with that,
0: <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, baseball family, we appreciate you being with us every single week. And we know we're coming into our period of mourning and sadness, collective sadness. Um we have something special for you for that collective sadness. So we're just gonna let a little slip that teaser in there. Don't worry about it, it'll happen. We will bring it to your attention when the time is right. It will probably be in November because we will all be sad in November together. Um, And since we do baseball together during the baseball season, we'll do sadness and mourning together when it's the winter meetings. Maybe that's that's, what we'll
1: call ourselves in the off season, sadness together. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) I love it. Anyway, don't forget to jump on the shop at 9 It's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S dot com nine plus s dot com where you can get all the cool stuff we're wearing on the show you can get great uh we had somebody that bought a mug and he was like dude this mug is awesome and i was like thanks man so it was it's really cool like we have some stuff that people love anyway i love them i have all our own stuff this this is the best but i'm wearing a baseballs for lovers t-shirt for those of you who are virginia fans this is a nod to you baseball things hat brad looks like you're wearing our uh dia del mago hat yep
1: dia del mago hat yep
0: yeah and then what is that a hot dog shirt
1: you got on yeah, yeah. the hot dog Yep, hot dog at the <laughs> so ballpark so is better than a steak at the ritz you know i have to wear this hat backwards when we do the podcast because there's so many colors on the front that it like it gets messed up with the green screen so when i wear it on the pot i have to wear it backwards but that's cool that makes sense. I like it. it still looks good backwards that that like blue um snap is sweet i love it it matches this shirt yeah. perfectly it's very good Very good color combination. Anyway, with that, don't forget to also stop by baseballtogether.com where you can watch podcasts, you can listen to the podcast, you can submit to the mailbag. There is a link in the navigation bar at baseballtogether.com. There's also a link in the description of every single episode. You can send us an email with your questions, comments, concerns, and always welcome to submit your Snyder marks as well. We'll always take those. And um, if you have any questions for us about the postseason, what we want to see this offseason go ahead and send those our way you can also click the link in the description and leave us a voicemail if you prefer to do that because that's super cool we like that it's, it's a neat we little like feature that. that we get uh with hosting on anchor you probably heard the ad at the beginning of every episode um but that's something that we like that we get from anchor but baseball family with that go back and enjoy the uh, lcs um we still have the Red Sox and Astros going in the bottom of the sixth right now, 9 to 3. Uh, but we'll check in with you next week.